Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralamund. And I'm Agooch. And we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game and games are supposed to be fun. So yes, Enthralamund is joining us again this week. Woo-hoo! I, I, yes, very excited. Yay. I asked. <laughs> I asked him to join us this week because I wasn't feeling particularly funny. Uh, my grandma is really sick and doesn't have a lot of time left, so spent the last few days with her in her room. Uh, so lots of lots of feels, and then so thanks to Enthralamund for kind of coming off and coming on and um, just kind of joining Magooch and me on the show. Not that Magooch isn't enough. That's what Enthralamund <laughs> said before the show. Magooch is definitely okay. enough. <laughs> but I thought like somebody else there in case like I just kind of like stop being interesting to listen to it might be helpful. So oh. well, he'll, he'll just happen, guest yeah. a few times and then never leave, and we'll have a three tr- three host show. Oh, don't <laughs> well, say that. It sounds great because. It's getting expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering you hadn't gotten back to me about the bill, but you know. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Yeah. So, Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh so what's your favorite Hearthstone card? We didn't interview you last time. So <laughs> what's oh, my yeah. favorite Hearthstone? What's your favorite Hearthstone card? card? Yeah. I think like we're yeah, like, uh it's a really hard answer and and I, I think maybe I do have to go with Cho. I mean, uh, Lorewalker Cho was my favorite card for years. I, I put him in everything. I was 100% convinced in the days of, uh, of um, oh, man, why can't I even think Old of it? Uh, no, the days of, what was the, uh, the Warlock uh, deal three damage to everything spell? Um, hellfire hellfire in the days of like hellfire the work does burn like so many of the board clears were were totally usable by um by decks that like to go wide and uh uh i was always like yeah thanks for your cards i'll, I'll use those <laughs> against you uh and uh and and when you play cho like everybody would leave it alone and not know what to do that was my part. Uh, it's so, so funny it's one of those things that just makes you not want like well i don't want to give him a copy of this because <laughs> It somehow yeah. negates the value that I just got, which is definitely not right. But oh, totally! And playing at the ranks, I was playing at like then it would be like you play Cho, and people would be like, "Well, I don't want to play my Frostbolt, so I'll do nothing for three turns." <laughs> 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 You'd be like, sweet, um, yeah, no, but uh, I, I mean, I have to give a, a second place nod to Yog because I just yeah. I, I love Yog. Yeah, yeah, uh, Yog is good. Uh, anyway, there you go. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? So it is time for Tea with Finley. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did this week in Hearthstone. Do you want to get us started, Magooch? Uh, absolutely. Um, so I played uh, a little bit of the Tombs of Terror, but I got sidetracked uh, <laughs> seeing Crip go infinite on uh, Hearthstone, escaping to back to the tavern. He got the, the VIP tavern. And just kept cycling through, escaping back, getting all these buffs to the point where he had like a 14-14 Cadgar in his deck. And he was trying to cycle through to get the Bob deck. And he's like, well, at this point, my deck's just way better than his. And I was like, how did he even do this? I want to go back and find out. You know, you just get VIP and get super lucky. But when you get um, the Junior Tomb Diver that or senior tomb diver um that turns your hero power into the um discover a treasure you can play extra copies of it and find hearthstone in the treasures and then leave the tavern again (laughs) 
Yeah. Which is your run's never going to end, but uh, that looked like insane amounts of fun. So I got sidetracked <laughs> trying to chase that down myself. But also, I spent way too much time in this brawl because this was one of those <laughs> dumb ones that I got to play a stupid rogue deck that I love that I'm sure everybody hates me for. I just don't understand playing the brawl more than like twice. Well, if you get draw X cards, play X spells, play minions that cost two or less or 12 or more. So the, the deck I was playing was Giants Rogue, which is backstab, counterfeit coin, preparation, weasel tunneler, unstable element, and arcane giant. Wait, yeah. So you play. You put it in your opponent's deck. That's so it is. It's like the only way to disrupt because the, when the when you draw through your deck, it resets. So you oh. keep putting weasels in their deck, and they don't get through it to get more copies of the cards oh, they need. So but you can go on the coin turn one. You go prep, or I mean, you go coin. Yeah, not prep coin. Uh-huh. Coin, <laughs> coin, counterfeit coin, prep Myra's and draw. And when you draw out, it refills your deck, so you fill your hand. And you can usually coin one or two weasels and backstab them in that same turn. The whole point is to discount your arcane giants. So pretty reliably <laughs> by turn three, you can put four or five arcane giants on the board. And I just... a lot of the times they just concede. The only problem, the only <laughs> daily that I sure. couldn't People complete. People hate you, you know that, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. But the only daily I, I had a hard time completing was deal 65 damage because everyone could see when I put all the power on the board. <laughs> so I never actually got to hit face with it. But What? Uh, There's only seven giants. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing only two or three a turn to not have lethal so I could actually smack him in the face a couple times just to clear that daily. But that's, that's awesome. why I loved it. It was although there was some serious competition, there's a priest one that does almost the same thing where you play the elemental that discounts your spells. And then does you play it play test weasel subject. <laughs> no, but it played you play test subject and then you yeah. play discounted uh power word shield and then you give it reborn and um, topsy turvy, and then you get all these copies back in your hand. So it's pretty much the same thing, but you're doing it with grave horrors. Which in the mirror, because they're seven eights, not eight sevens, you <laughs> sometimes can keep a couple giants on board and get through. But sometimes they can make a lot more than you can. So it was actually an interesting struggle uh, with with priest in particular. But I appreciate the thought you put into that. I was like, hmm, how do I kill them? Oh, I know. I'll just put a bunch of mechs together and smash them in the face. That's what I did. Just magnetize, 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 face. Done. Um, yeah, I had a couple people try that, and then they get you to, like, 18, and I'm like, here's 50 power on the board. Can you win next turn? And often the, the answer is no. Yeah. So <laughs> then I win, and it's wonderful. Or they're just like, screw this and concede and leave. Um, so. I have to say, I was I was definitely laughing like straight up out loud when I I jumped into our like social chat uh, at this week after work one day, and I I went on and Dan's got three, four, or five different posts about Hearthstone and a couple more maybe from Matt or Aegon, and then I looked down and Magucha's response is like. I don't know about any of that. I've been in Brawl all week. <laughs> I, I have. I'm like, I'm going to grind some gold on my other regions. I'm going to clear dailies. This is one of those like gifts to me where I'm just going to like start start tanking up for the next release where I can actually not be super far behind on EU and Asia. So Nice. And start writing letters to, to Team 5 saying to keep this Brawl in the game forever. Oh, no, absolutely not. I would definitely get bored of it, but I just want to make yeah. as many people hate me as possible while I can. <laughs> I think you did a good job of that. If I had to guess. 
How about you and Thralamund? Uh, man, like I said last week, I've been playing uh, lots of Togwaggle. <laughs> <laughs> Only Togwaggle and all Togwaggle all the time. You gotta get your uh, money's worth, right? Yeah, I uh, I crafted Snip Snap. I, uh, I dusted oh, my... Oh, uh, congratulations. Thanks. I dusted my golden Malacras I got in a pack and uh, said goodbye to the ability to uh, play my opening hand again, although I don't know how sad I am about that. Nah, um, I crafted it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but you know what though? Like, Magu- I think it's Maguchi always says this, right? Like, it's hard to dust cards that give you more golden cards. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And a golden Malacrast. That g- I mean, unless those cards oh. were already golden, then you could f- play the one non-golden yeah, Malacrast and get the cold cards back. I think. Yeah, I have but no golden I cards. That. I, I don't. I don't keep golden cards mostly. So unless it's a you legendary have a Leroy, don't you? Uh, I craft, okay, this is getting nitpicky, but I craft it, every time I do something in the game I'm proud of, I, I'll craft, like, a golden card from that deck, so, I have a golden Grook Fu Master. <laughs> awesome, I loved that deck. From, uh, hitting Legend with, uh, like, a hybrid, um, uh, dino-sized paladin that I kind of built and hit Legend with, so that was weird, and I've got a golden Just Leroy. my favorite right? deck I've ever seen you play, by the way. Does it? Yeah. That, that was cool. So that was Paladin thing? Yeah, that was like a riff on some other decks I had seen, but it, it, it was the first time I had like kind of constructed a big chunk of a deck and taken it to Legend, so I was excited about that. And then uh, I have a golden Stargazer Luna from uh Boomsday when I made my own Tempo Mage deck when everyone said it was terrible and got to top hundred Legend and yeah. What else do I have golden of? Not much. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I finally uh, crafted Snip Snap, and uh, and then I played some more solo content, and uh, that was fun. So I'm just waiting to have enough gold to pay for the last <laughs> wing of the solo. <laughs> um, How about cool. you, Dan? So I hit rank five with uh, Temple Highlander Warrior. The deck is just super good. Like, it has game against everything, uh, and it's a ton of fun. And th- there are some lists out there that are running Brawl and stuff, I know that that was done, I think Eddie did that in GM, and I guess I can understand why, but it's one of those decks where it has a purpose, and the purpose is generally control the board until you can go face, right? And so the Brawl is, is I don't think it's necessarily the right play, at least for ladder, because more often than you want that card, you, that card slot for tempo purposes. Mm-hmm. So I did see a, um, a Warpath recently and that's a i think it's a super good idea right because it can activate your minions but also use work as a board clear so i think if i was going to add a board clear to the deck that's probably what i would do is do something like that so you have another way to kind of get your minions injured so you can buff them up with um the, the couple of cards in the deck but but yeah so that's i've had a ton of fun with that i wanted to hit rank five before the new cards came out because the meta is going to be all sorts of weird and when the meta gets weird i have to play really dumb things and Playing dumb things at five is just the best thing to do in Hearthstone. So, uh, looking forward to that. I also finished the normal Tombs of Terror. So, I finished all four wings and uh, Takan. Uh, the last two, so Takan and Wing Four, I one shot it with Finley. So, I felt pretty good about myself doing that. Nice. Um, but I played, yeah, I played Finley throughout the whole run, basically. So, I had like all of his treasures and stuff. So, it was. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So then with Takan, you got to use all of his treasures, and that was a lot of fun. So I enjoyed that. I thought the like the like the the bosses were fun. The boss fights were fun. I enjoyed that. There weren't many puzzles, 
And it just kind of felt like if you put your time in, eventually you would have a good enough hero where you didn't have to think too much about the bosses. So I know like heroic is there. And if I want to go back and get challenged, I can play in heroic. So that's fine. I wasn't the, I thought that like the challenge was just about right for what it was. I but where I was, where I was super disappointed was there was like a complete and total lack of story. So this was like the first uh, solo content I'd ever purchased. Uh, Cause that's not normally been my thing, but like the story of like these four heroes kind of like getting the band back together and like fighting evil was like, I was so excited about it. Like just like the stupid little song they put out for this uh, expansion. And then like the little, like the, just the, like the cartoon that like introduced the, the solo content. I was like, Oh, I love these characters. I want to get to know them more. So I, I like pony up the 20 bucks just for like that story. And there was, zero story like there it all the story was just in that song and in that cartoon and that yep. really disappointed me I, I thought there was gonna be like hey here's what they were doing like i didn't even remember it was called tombs of terror i thought it just all took place in the desert because mm-hmm. there's that one boss fight where finley or like where you fight the murlocs carrying water <laughs> are so, you sure you're still not watching that card reveal <laughs> <laughs> yes it's possible uh but so that i i thought they were gonna i thought it was gonna be story content i I didn't expect it to be much but maybe something in between like each like boss fight or something or just there to be some more to it i I did also think that there would be a little more kind of like hey let's see what like what's the league doing is they're getting back together and and they're gonna save old doom but how or what yeah, I didn't so, like. I love I guess, the idea of the stitched together story. I just don't know that it's potent there wasn't enough. a story. Like, yeah, like no. I mean, I guess we were fighting the plagues, but why were they plagues? And they were plagues of things, but like, why and to what extent and who freed them and where did they come from? Like, What's it didn't a need to be a. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> what like, is that thing? You know what? You know, why, actually, don't they, why don't they regenerate? Like. It actually reminded me a lot of playing Warcraft when, like, you were a little <laughs> bit behind what everybody else was doing. And they're like, let's just get through this as fast as we can. And I'm like, who who are we fighting? And they're like, who cares? There's a good drop here. And you're like, no, <laughs> like, come on. I want to know where I am. Like, yeah. that, that reminded me of playing Warcraft a little bit where it was like, you know, I played but, two years of Warcraft and I don't I didn't understand half of where we were half the time, you know? Yeah, so I thought they were gonna kind of give us a bit of story. Uh, I was, I'm very, I'm actually just very disappointed there wasn't anything at all. So I'm, I'm so optimistic. They're still kind of figuring <laughs> all this stuff out. So I, hopefully next one will be better. Like I think the gameplay is great. The, the power level is great. The, like the, the fun way of like upgrading your deck and upgrading the heroes was super interesting. I loved all of that. What I would just kind of missed was was the story like why was Takan doing that and to no be idea. fair the the mechanical aspect is probably much more important than the actual uh way that the storytelling is provided through that so i'm sure this is not the last time they'll do oh, of course a story no, arc and they'll get better at that part so uh, if it's yeah. between the two i'm glad that the focus was on the mechanics and balance and and fun and maybe they'll just get better at the storytelling part you know as they do it more my blades <laughs> <laughs> I still don't expect it <laughs> so right. let's enjoy a tasty naga sandwich 
the naga sandwich is the compliment sandwich of entrees it is two good ingredients sandwiching a not so good ingredient what's your first good ingredient magooch shaku the collector confirmed yeah yeah. Uh, yeah you guys talked last week about the 23 card injection that standards getting and shaku is one of my favorite cards because it's a rogue because i remember playing playing games with the thralamund on discord back in the day and yeah like no attack with that yeah. first like you always want that card in your hand i hit this guy ping it first and who cares if it dies um and it's too slow for wild so it's a card that i definitely miss um and i'm also not just looking forward to the initial shakeup of introducing these new cards in a standard but then i'm also hoping that this uh kickstarts maybe some deck building ideas or some new brewing and then when they go away it won't just be a straight reversion back to the the meta that we have now that maybe we'll have some other stuff that's popped up that what hasn't been seen yet will so, be the expansion um, right the new expansion is it that's, does that's this stay in right until uh, yeah right up until yep. oh well, I mean, that's still good. I'm a little disappointed yep. that we don't have um, a, a little bit of time to see if it kind of gets any brainstorming happening. But yeah. I, regardless, it's great to see different kinds of shakeups. And I love that they're experimenting in the, with the meta in this kind of way. Oh, I agree. And I think they'll, I think we'll probably see the same thing that we saw with the buffed cards, right? Like if something is too good, I imagine they'll just rotate it back to wild. Can you imagine, like, day three? They're like, yeah, never mind. Oops. <laughs> this they is why they were like free, it... and we didn't make you craft them, because... Our oops. bad. They just act like it never happened. Like, you just log in, and <laughs> They're gone, gone again. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are what crazy. What 23 cards? Y'all a bunch of liars. <laughs> Too funny. But I would love to see this kind of thing happen, like, now and again. Like, hey, here's a special week. We're going to add five cards to the meta for a, oh, two weeks or something like that. Like, well, that I would think, be amazing. I think this is what we're, I think this is kind of what we can expect for our content cycle, right? Like, so we saw this at the same time last expansion as well, where they buffed the cards, where they just tried to, like, you know, once the meta gets kind of solved, it's an injection of, of new cards, either via buffs or rotating from wild. I, I love it. I, I do too, and I think it's a, an interesting way to tackle what other games handle as bans or you know seeing them do different things to shake up the meta in at this on this timeline is, is super cool yeah and yeah. and using the digital platform in a way that you can use the digital platform well right like we yep. it, like they talked about this on podcasts and streams forever and we talked about it where it's like don't be afraid to nerf stuff you can move it back like don't be afraid to buff stuff like don't be afraid to play like, just give us something fun I don't know. We've all remembered those metas. I remember. I loved the um, the meta after uh, after the Medivh expansion. Sorry, what's it called? A uh, Karzan. Karzan. Yeah. Karzan. And like, I love that expansion. But like, oh, Shaman was way too good. And oh, we all know Shaman, that, yeah. right? I, yeah. I love Shaman. Shaman's like one of my favorite classes. And I was not playing Shaman. I'm such a harsh hipster. Like I was, you know, but. That needed to be nerfed like months before it got nerfed. Like, let's not do that ever again. Let's, let's. And it was an amazing time for Miracle Rogue too. And oh. I miss I miss old school Miracle Rogue so much. You're wrong. Death Rattle Rogue <laughs> and Yog and Load Hunter. <laughs> Yog and Load. Let's talk about Beast Druid again for ten more minutes. Yeah, I think that's sorry. the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So what's your first good ingredient uh, in Thrall of Money? Do you actually know what I wrote down when you guys invited me on before I saw the show notes? I have it in really big letters here. Shaku. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> 
Hey, high five. I was trying so hard not to bring it up before the show when I saw you had it. But uh, no, I, I wrote something else. Uh, playing games that don't matter is my first game this week. Um, you know, I was I was high enough in Legend Rank that I didn't want to play just weird fun stuff. I was wanting to be competitive last month. And uh, oh man, like just trying every tog waggle build i can afford to make uh right now has been a blast i'm just loving it and um for that matter uh rank floor you know i think i hadn't Mm. thought about the rank floor being a new thing in so long but coming back and remembering the days when i'd be at like rank four and i'd be so scared of like slipping back to rank nine you know yeah oh absolutely Um, yeah you know the rank floor it, it that was such an awesome thing that they put in. It's fantastic. And uh, well, do you remember, Joel? Do you remember that uh, the end of that month where I decided to teach myself Freeze Mage? I was like, rank, oh, I remember that. I was like rank four or something like that. I'm like, you know what? Like, they say Freeze Mage is really good. I dropped like 15 in an <laughs> afternoon. It was brutal. I it almost, was, <laughs> I've almost got this. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> It was just like at a certain point, it was just pure stubbornness where it was like, yeah, I don't care how far I drop. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, it's harsh. But yeah, those rank floors are fantastic. So um, yeah. Also gone are the days of like you can't play in the first three days of the new season because everyone from Legend tanks down to 16 or something. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to wait three days for all of them to get back up and not not deal with that meta. Mm -hmm. That's a great thing that I forgot how much I hate it because it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and my to-do list for the week is uh, 30 wins with Warrior and Warlock. So I was going to hit you up for a good uh, aggro warrior, or in that case, like hybrid uh, warrior list, Dan. Because oh, I sure. need to get my Warlock and my Warrior when I was checking like where my classes were at for the second hero portrait. I was really excited about that. And uh, Warrior's at 970, and I looked over at Warlock. It is also at exactly 970. So nice. uh, I got to get those up. So maybe some Zoo, but I don't have the best right. Zoo cards, so I got to figure that out. Zoo is... We should do some yeah, for that. Solarium is like a requirement in Zoo right now. Uh, maybe so... I need to dust my Snip Snap and make a <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I feel the longest time I didn't play Zoo because I just didn't want to craft Solarium. Yeah. Uh, but I just finally got around to doing it a couple, uh, about a month or so ago. Totally worth it. I just having so much fun with Zoo uh, the past three weeks, four weeks. So, uh, but my first good ingredient is Derek Brown's Twitter game. It's just like you have to follow him because it is just dopey, nerdy Hearthstone memes like all day long. I it when is, you po- when you put this in the show notes, I saw something he tweeted that day and I was like, "Oh, it's so good." And I forgot what it was now because there's just been so much other good stuff. Oh, good. yeah, he just you have to go and follow him. It's just like it's lighthearted but then also kind of poignant because he's, you know, kind of very involved with like GM and that kind of stuff. So, he, you have to go follow him. It's just wonderful. It's super funny. Uh yeah, just Derek Brown's Twitter game kind of made my week. He's a clever guy. Yeah. He is. So uh, what's your not-so-good ingredient, Magooch? All right. So I'm going to go a little deep in here, and hopefully we won't get kicked off the internet too. But uh, after the um, APAC GM, uh, Blitzchung had his interview, and taking a non-negligible amount of personal risk, said, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age. 
Blizzard Taiwan has not only removed the interview, but the VOD for the entire day. And it should be noted that uh, in esports, at least, Taiwan is referred to as Chinese Taipei, and they can't even use the Taiwan flag for their icon. So it's uh, unfortunate to see someone speaking out uh, be literally removed from the, from the internet, at least in that area. Um, so there have been times where people use their, their power of their celebrity to be vocal about stuff, which is something we've seen very, very recently with Colin Kaepernick. But looking back further... Um, 1969 Olympics, Tommy Smith and John Carlos raised their fists, uh, and in what they described as a human rights salute, uh, were vilified and basically almost destroyed. And it took 51 years this year, they are being inducted to the hall of fame, uh, in the Olympics. And it's way too deep to go into. It could be its own, its own podcast. Um, it could be its own series of podcasts, but I think we owe Blitzchung some, some serious respect for taking, uh, taking action at a severe risk of personal detriment and, uh, you know, way, way to go for him. Yep. Very impressive. And yeah, we could go off on a whole other tangent on like the businesses and companies that do kind of just, you know, cow There's an NBA thing going on also yeah. right now that I just don't know enough detail to go into other than that it's been yeah. plastered all over Twitter, but you know. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's just keeping it to Blitz Chung, I think, yeah, like very impressive, right? And that was super brave and I'm very yeah, couldn't be happier to be in part of like our Hearthstone scene. So Yeah. I yeah, can't I mean absolutely. like I don't I think I can probably speak for all three of us when I say that I can't imagine being in a situation like that where it would be so scary to say something you believe in. And that's, that's pretty crazy. It was, it was, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was crazy to see. It's good. Yeah. So what's your, uh, not so good ingredient in Thralamon? Oh man. Okay. Uh, Throne of Eldraine is out in MTG. So I went, it's so pretty. I missed pre-release. It's, it's not my favorite set art wise or theme wise, but I, I mean, there's always so many good, so much good art in MTG. Um, I went and did a. Uh, I missed the pre-release, but I did a draft this week, and uh, oh, <laughs> logged back into Hearthstone, and that little dinger starts going off. Oh, your buddy just finished a, an arena run, blah blah blah. And I'm just sitting there thinking, like, how have they not got multiple forms of limited in Hearthstone yet? Like, uh, oh, I mean, so my bad is limited in Hearthstone. Um, uh, draft is so much fun. Um, sealed is so hot. Like we used to play sealed through the what was it the tempo storm thing or whatever we used to do. Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. that was, was so much fun. It would take it like half so an hour. Good. You build three decks and you had to have a really good collection to pull it off. But man, that <laughs> was some of the break m- halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now that you can do deck sharing things too, it, it, you know, you just have to have one person could have the oh, stuff yeah. to make all the deck. Like it, it, it could technically be better in hearthstone now well i guess too like if you had a friend who had all the decks or whatever you could just borrow the deck and play them on the right as long as each one of the opponents had the cards but um come on can we not get sealed can we not get like a real draft uh, something yeah, we need some in hearthstone that for sure I, I can't believe arena has been the same for how many years has hearthstone been out help me five well, arena, arena was the first thing changed, uh, it came out in 2015 yeah. 14 so five years yeah and arena being added has only had its like buckets and its appearance rates and that kind of what sets are involved kind of changing, but the, yep. the base mechanical uh, pick one of three cards. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the, your 12 wins and whatever, there's no, 
don't and know. this is this is nothing new. It's been heard in the in the scene a lot. But again, I know I keep saying this, but coming back to the game after being gone for a while, it's just one of those things where it's like, really, like really, like can we not? I don't know. Whatever. I'm sorry. I I no, do no, think like, like a strong limited game like does hone your deck building abilities, right? And like what makes a good deck? I I do think like being able to like put your own deck together with like just these X, Y, and Z cards does make you a better deck builder. And I think Hearthstone as a game in general would could benefit from more people being able to to kind of be able to theory craft around their own collections without having to just go to to net decking every time they want to play something new. So yeah. I think one thing I'd love to see in Arena would be some kind of table where yeah. six or eight or however many people see the same pool of cards and that informs your draft as well because that's a unique aspect of paper magic draft that you kind of can't really capture in arena because you could play any one of, you know, you can make a deck and sit on it for two weeks and play. And no one that you're playing against is, you know, has a deck that's older than a couple hours. Yeah. So you're not playing like within that pool and that information doesn't mean anything if not even not the same kind of stuff. So, yeah, I want a cube in Hearthstone. That's what I want. I want a Hearthstone oh version God, of the cube. That's what I want. Oh, that would be so yeah. good, Dan. I know. Oh. I know. So you made me. You done. just made me hate arena. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I, I don't hate arena. I still enjoy arena, and I just can't do it anymore. I'm just. I, I well. I I'm finding that standard play. I'd rather be in Hearthstone and limited. I'd rather be in Magic. Like that's just what I'm feeling. Yeah. Whenever we all hang out together, just remind me to bring my cube. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Be fun. No kidding. All right. So my not so good ingredient this week is giving the GMs an unfair advantage in Bucharest. Give me a break with that. So like we talked about last week and, and Thrallbaum was like, yeah, I just like we both kind of agreed that Hearthstone Esports is kind of dumb enough to do something like that. <laughs> like, dumb enough. They're just, yeah. I mean, and then For they, they actually did word. it. Like. Yeah. What are you thinking? Like, it'd be one thing like, if they're if I say Bucharest was like months away, right? And it was just for the next couple, like, you know, for the next month, the only real competitive, like, major money thing going on is going to be, you know, the GM. Yeah, totally fine because the meta is going to shift, and you want to give them a heads up. I get that. I totally fine. But GM like just ended. So what was the purpose of giving the GMs those cards? like why what do they what do they need them for am i incorrect in the assumption that gm players you know because they all have all gold cards that they're playing god accounts or something right they are yeah so each each player is given a god account but why why does this 23 card bonus have to even apply to gm like why don't they they could have a ladder that's not affected by this where it doesn't matter where Mm -hmm. you know this this injection is something for purely for ladder players to spice it up a little bit, but the tournament meta that's different maybe doesn't need this. It doesn't. GM is over. Pool play is over, right? What about about the playoffs? Excuse me for being ignorant to like what the next step is. Like what's the schedule? When are the playoffs? Yeah. So the playoffs are next, right? But I mean, the pool play is over. So like the people who are relegated, what did they need the cards for? I don't know. It just seems like at that point, but are the playoffs next week? Like, are they after the, when are they? I don't know. Like, if they're next week, I could see them thinking, and I'm not saying this is right, but I could see them thinking, like, we don't want them 
like like a week into trying to figure out which deck is the best we want our players to be playing at the top level like fully understanding the meta which i say i say sucks to your fully understanding i love to see uh pros going at it when no one quite understands what's good yet that's that's like the best time to watch I, I oh like i would love to see competitive hearthstone where they just like bloop we changed the discover pool today deal with it <laughs> You know how yeah. fun that would be to watch. Not to play, maybe. it's great. Be terrible I, for them. When they I feel love that watching. Balance, but it would be exciting. To... I love watching the first big tournament of a of a meta. Right, like that's the most fun time to come in and watch. So, um, I I can see maybe sort of what they're thinking, but holy, is that an overlook of of just what's fair to everybody? Yeah, agreed. So uh, I just Googled it, and the the playoffs begin on Friday, October 11th. So, yeah. So um, there you go. So this, so this, this next week. But, so that's why, clearly. At least that's why, right? Like, we got to assume. They just wanted them yeah, to have a couple yeah. weeks to, that's gotta be it, right? to put but on a good I show. Still, yeah. But, I mean, part of the good show is, like, Let's see how you can build the decks. Yeah. Let's see if they can figure out whether or not Nazoth or Rag are any good. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that's just my, like, I get that you, I get that GM is your baby and that you want all the Grandmasters stuff to be like the top notch, whatever. But I think that the Grandmasters have proven over the past seven weeks that it's not always their highest priority. Yeah. So I, I think making that, like, you know, yeah, you have a week. Let's do it. Or, you know what? Why make us wait if you already knew the cards? Just release it to everybody at the same time two weeks ago. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I was thinking that this week, actually. I don't you know, understand why like, they didn't do that. Yeah. There's it was no silly. reason to create a tension between the professional player community and the everyone else community. Yeah, like, we'd all be just as excited about those 23 cards if it were happening two weeks from now as if it were happening three days. It, if you're gonna, if you need to give it to part of the community, give it to all the community because it's the internet and nothing stays secret on the internet. It's just naive. It's just actual. It's just actually naive. Yeah, and guarantee you people put so in bad. practice time with that list before it was verified and whatever leg up that people would have had on on the meta going into this is now a limited group of people who took it seriously and ran with it and have put in the practice in wild and whatever and. Yeah, you know now well, now there is a disparity. Well, the GMs already knew those were that was real, right? And so now it was just the people who were taking a flyer on. Yeah, the, we have to assume that leak is real because I'm I have to get my decks ready for Bucharest, right? Or so they people may like have... you who are like it's too dumb not to be true. So <laughs> <laughs> why why would I not just assume this is the correct information? And that, that com- was my argument. And no, I, I know. Think I was right. <laughs> I listened when I wasn't here. I listened. Oh, I know you did. I, I know. Here. Well, I got that when I sick here too. download number. <laughs> Check. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what's your best good ingredient? Um, mine is uh, Zalay's post game interview after his match with Race uh, for relegation. Uh, it was a, a seriously big moment. I think the interview was. Um, People think it's like uncharacteristic of, of Zelay to kind of uh, wear his heart on his sleeve and show some emotion. But I think his talking points were particularly potent and talking about uh, needing more positivity and people that are negative in the game kind of need to grow up a little bit. And in 
you know, Frodan's response, it drives home some of these points that are kind of related to what you guys were talking about uh, last week when it comes to friend requests. Like, you know, it's really easy to forget that there's a person on the other side of that screen from you. And it's a, what I think is a much needed dose of empathy into the community that I I really hope people will take to heart because I think it's nice to see that other side of people. Um, a lot of times when you have a a big character, you get to be a character. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, these are all people and they have a lot of stuff on the line. And for him to, I don't know, a lot of a lot of his response just felt really, um, it was really heartfelt, you know, that, that he felt bad knocking race out because they, they both put a lot into it, that he felt like he, he maybe did a disservice by not putting in as much effort as he intended to. And uh, I think his, it, it really humanized people um, well, that, that people that, forget, you know? So I, that, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please interject. Uh, so yeah, it's that, it's that, you know, the, the difference between being a content creator and just being a tournament player, right? Like there's always kind of been that disparity in Hearthstone ever since probably, I mean, at the beginning there was just, there, there wasn't much of a difference, right? There were the streamers and the really top-notch streamers were sometimes very good players. But now you you do have content creators who they're they're full-time streamers and they're very good at the game, but they don't have they don't put the time into the practice schedule because they have other priorities. Yeah. Um, and then there are the people who like their priority is the game, right? And they put in that practice time to be great at the game. Yeah. And I think that I honestly believe that made that made the grandmasters tournament more interesting. I think if it were just one or the other, it wouldn't have been quite as interesting. Absolutely. I think think character story is something that's kind of been missing from Hearthstone competition. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good dimension to add to it. And I, I honestly believe in, I will get more into this during salty, but um, the, just having the one relegation that happened at the end of two seasons and only one player and having it being so difficult to get back into GM actually makes the relegation more difficult. Because, I mean, I honestly believe Race and Orange and Pathra and, and everyone else, they probably believe and believe correctly they're not going to get back into GM. It's just yeah. too difficult to get back in. It's so like they they had their shot. And the I mean, they're only being what? two spots per region for people to get in. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's just insane. And, it, and only happening once per year. That's insane. Yeah. Like it's, it's actually an impossibility. If you like, if you were invited as the initial group, like you just, your chance of staying in is so, so good. And your chance of getting back in is almost nothing. Right. So yeah, I, I just, they would be doing the whole scene, a bet, and they'd be doing everyone a kind of a, They'd be doing a better job of it. People would be less, you know, stressed if there was that opportunity to get back in. If they didn't think, oh, my shot is gone. I blew it. My esports career is over, right? Like, Well, I think one of the really interesting things is they – tell me if I'm wrong again because I'm not the most up-to-date person on this stuff. But um, when they chose people for GM, they chose a range of people based on, like, what they brought to the community. And some of that was who they were in their stream or – who they were in the beginnings of Hearthstone, like, mm-hmm. um, or or just how good they've been over the years, and uh, but the Grandmasters qualifier event is like a one winner take all kind of tourney to get in, like is that yep. it's not a comp it's not like a, like a 
like a compiled score of the year like that's weird to me like w- like so shouldn't it I be think a compiled it, like it is a compiled score of the year but okay. it's just like if you win like a masters qualifier tournament i think you get a huge number of points i don't have oh, okay. it in front of me don't overthink it guys this is blizzard we are talking about here the only thing that matters toward promotion into Grand Masters is how much money you made during the three Masters Tour competitions. This is what we like to call in the biz, on brand. All right. Um, so I need to learn more about that. Can I? My my piece that I thought was really interesting about what Zelay said, if you don't mind, is um yeah uh when he made a point that to single out uh, that race bringing his aggro warrior was a really good idea. And going out of his way to make sure that uh, people understood that he thought it was an intelligent decision, um, I thought that was really respectful of, of his opponent. Oh, like, hugely! And, with and, with that on the line in regards to that specific matchup, looking ahead to results of that game, yeah, it is is incredible. And yeah, it's it's good. It's good story too. And and you know what was really interesting to me is him in purple, like. I watch them quite a bit, and I think they're pretty funny. But also, they they get a little intense sometimes when they're like putting down plays from their opponents. And um, later last night, I missed most of the jams on the weekend. But later last night, I had purple stream on for like twenty minutes. That was it. And I caught one one match where he's playing at rank one. His opponent makes a play, and he said, uh, "All right." And he had been talking through plays a whole bunch with his chat. He says, "Okay, because of that play, what I know about my opponent now." based on that decision is that uh they would like to stay at rank one and never hit legend <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like Holy man, that's just mean and he goes on <laughs> and he goes on and plays the whole game and he wins and uh or no he loses at the end and uh and there's all this talk in the chat about like oh how'd you lose to that guy he was so bad and he took a second and actually said actually my opponent played really well there was just one play that was really bad and blah blah blah, and I've never heard Purple say that before, and I, or or quite something like that. Maybe I'm crazy in saying never, but I don't like it. Not often, and I I wondered to myself a little bit um, if if maybe the day's news had some heat on that. But that's that should be the talk. Like when you hear guys making memes like that or jokes like that, like um, there needs to be a step back and like, hey, that's a person. Like chill out, you know. I I do think it's important, but I also think it's important because. Chat finds lethal ninety five percent of the time when it's not there. <laughs> yeah. So you know you, you have to you have to give credit to because yeah, what you're seeing and what you're thinking is not always. And it's one of those things they tell you to do for getting better is watch streamers play, think through your turns, maybe with them on mute or pause it, and then listen to their line of reasoning and w- did they do what you were gonna do and why was it for the same reason and. Yeah. Well, Bunny Hopper uh, yeah. was in chat too, and Bunny Hopper was like, "I failed to see why you made this play." And Purple's like, uh, "You know, I realized I should be talking through all my plays because if I have to explain why I did something to Bunny Hopper, as in like Bunny Hopper's smarter <laughs> than me, like, like clearly I'm going to need to explain some stuff for some of you other guys about why I'm doing things." It was pretty funny. Yeah, and you know what? And I'm going to agree with Purple. I think Bunny Hopper is probably smarter than most of us. Yeah, like. Like he seems bright. Oh, he's top of the he's top of his game right now. Oh, and then just he finishes PhD while also doing GM. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah. well played. Yeah. Oh, easy enough. Yeah, Psh, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Where's your PhD, Magooch? <laughs> 
garbage. <laughs> uh, probably in a garbage can somewhere. I'm waiting for you to be like, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I nope. Not even close. Oh, speaking of speaking of uh, garbage cans, like how how dumb do you have to feel now that uh, GM is a thing and throwing uh, the trophy into the garbage pan has kept you out of it? Ouch. <laughs> Decisions were made. Um, I'm just thinking back to uh, what's his name. Um, the second, the second uh, world champion. Why am I forgetting his name? Oskaka. Oskaka. Did he throw he that, his? Yeah, he made that meme of uh, throwing it into the. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh I, yeah, no, they got He threw the trophy into the trash can after he won it. Took a picture of it and put it on Twitter. <laughs> oh man, that's brutal. <laughs> I just All think right. of a cheesecake. What is that priest of the feast card? Whatever. I think oh yeah, yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's your uh, best good uh, enthrallment? Oh, mine was uh, playing with my son. Uh, you know, I was talking about it last week. My son's getting a bit older, and and we play quite a bit of Magic and and other games. And uh, uh, only just got him started on Hearthstone a bit. But on uh, Sunday, you know, we've been out as a family and and done kind of the things we we're doing. Came back. It was like you know middle late afternoon, and everyone's really tired after a long week. And uh, I just wanted to crash and and uh, play some solo content, and he chilled beside me, and we just ran through it together for for a good long while, and uh, we're just talking through turns with him and explaining why we were doing stuff and asking him what he would do, and uh, man, he his reaction to plays in the game is just like so good. It's the best thing about having kids, <laughs> right? Is like everything's more fun, right? Like going to oh, yeah. going to look at an I animal is so much fun. Like going and putting your feet in the water is like so much fun. Like, I love that stuff yeah. anyway. But going and standing like, next to a fire truck so, that's gigantic. It's fun. It's so huge. Uh, we don't play a lot of video games like with the kids in the house, but um, a couple times a week uh, I let him jump on and and I play a little bit with him and and uh, he's taken on like his favorite thing is uh, I was talking because you know uh, historically I've not been a big fan of Control Warrior. It's not my favorite archetype, yeah. <laughs> so I feel good when I beat it. And I was like, oh, this is the evil Control Warrior, Nate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and um and uh and so he's taken to whatever dr boom is the hero portrait and and i win which he's only watched it a few times but if it blows up he goes dr boom <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome that's, and that's uh, so good i'm just, looking forward so to the days when i get to break out my my less expensive dual decks and stuff and play some magic with the little guy yeah and not yeah. uh you know yeah. We have a couple of my decks. dual lands, but let's play some pre cons. <laughs> that's what you meant by dual decks, right? now. that's your that's your no, the dual lands are the college fund. No, well, maybe yeah. if, I, if I can part with them, we'll see. My college fund for my PhD, <laughs> I've long passed that up. If uh, I had kept the cards I had in '94, I well, I'd probably have a house instead of a degree, but still, yeah. <laughs> it's painful looking back at at what my collection would have been worth. It's, it's oh, so God. hurts. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, let's not. Also, it's not our stuff. So, why don't you talk about your best about good it. then, Dan? So, my best good is Nightmare Amalgam, which I know sounds like a weird best good. <laughs> it does but, sound uh, very weird. <laughs> it's not Pantry Spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spider tank. Thank you very much. But, um, so Nightmare Amalgam, so, uh, HS Replay posted a list of the top six or eight or whatever it was, most played, most played elementals. And in that list wasn't listed Nightmare Amalgam. And so Mad at Arms got on Twitter and was like, hey, what about Nightmare Amalgam? 
And I was like, yeah, what about Nightmare Amalgam? That should be on this list somewhere. So I went on to HS Replay and I sorted by the most played, uh, most played uh, elementals, all the way from like, you know, the most being like Zephyrus to the least, the second least being Magma Rager. So somehow that is played in what? What's played, played less in than Magma Rager? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. It's uh, I don't, I honestly remember what the card. Is. I can't I'll remember either. Uh, I was but, surprised uh, Magma too. Rage, <laughs> but Magma Rage was played in like 0.01% of decks or something, and the deck win rate is like 18%. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this deck? I'm so interested. Oh, we'll find that in next week's meta report. We have to find that 18% win rate deck. It's but uh, 18%. Anyway, Nightmare Amalgam wasn't on the list anywhere. And so. I was like, wait a minute. So I tweeted back at HS Replay. I was like, hey, Nightmare Amalgam's not even considered a, a an elemental. And we kind of got a laugh out of it. And then I kind of moved on with my life. And then like yesterday morning or this morning, like some dude from HS Replay responded and said, hey, we fixed the glitch. Nightmare Amalgam's weird, but we listed as an elemental. And I was like, sweet. Oh, all was right, it cool. was it listed as all instead of elemental? No, it was just as nothing. So it didn't, it wasn't anything at all. So it wasn't listed as an elemental or a mech or an anything. So mm-hmm. it just didn't exist, basically. And like the list of like, you know, those tribal. kind of cards. Yeah, tribal. Yeah, the tribal yeah. tag. Way to set them so, right. So yeah, so our stupid little like, you know, joke for, you know, having a five minute laugh. Like they fixed it. And I'm like, so cool. Never never happened before. So Dan kind of good about myself. So Dan's best is the time that he saved HS replay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you understand. <laughs> for all of us, for our children's children. <laughs> and to be fair, it was really mad at arms that did the saving. I just like went on and, and saw that magma rage. Like, oh, this guy's on a really cool podcast. We should probably listen to him. <laughs> He's uh, like... Yeah, that's exactly it. They were like, oh, this is Squelch. This is a big deal. This is the Dano, you know, with a zero because he's cool. So. (laughs) All right. All right. So. One day I'll be a real knight. So I'm wait right now because of taste my blades like I just <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. Stop. I'm sorry. Um I don't think we did we have anything for filthy casuals this week or No, or? And I was going to delete it, but I figured it would trip you up if I just took it straight out of the notes. <laughs> Gone. All you right. We were going to talk about something, but I think it was the same something that we were going to talk about on the rope. Yep. Yep, that's what I was. I was looking at it too. I was like, "Wait, it's here," but we there's no way we we didn't we're gonna do it. So <laughs> each so. week we talk about a rank between twenty and one, and, and this week we have nothing. <laughs> yep. Uh, oops. Let's get salty. Get salty <laughs> instead. <laughs> Just a pinch. I love how much you love it. It kind of brings joy oh. to my heart. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's so it's gonna stupid. It's going to make you laugh my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't uh, know why I find it all so funny. I just <laughs> <laughs> So this week for uh, So Why So Salty, we're not actually going to be salty. So normally each week we surf Reddit, accept friend requests, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so this week instead, we're going to talk about uh, GM. 
basically. I don't want to call any single person out necessarily about what they said on Twitter because a number of like pros and, and content creators kind of chimed in on the same thing. And it was about relegation and about the, the tiebreaker in uh, specifically and how it wasn't fair for, you know, Orange to be relegated based on a tiebreaker score, even though he had the same number of wins uh, as other players in his group. So what I thought we could discuss instead was their tiebreaker process and whether it's it's good, bad, or indifferent. And so I looked up their tiebreaker process, and by, by me, I said, hey, Matt at Arms, do you know what the tiebreaker <laughs> process is? And he said, yeah, go to this PDF and look at what it says under 4.3. So I did that. Um, and so what they do is they use something from chess, a modified Sonborn burger score. Ah, the Neustadt score. Schnonbergerskar. I don't know. I'm not, Neustadl, I'm, the other, the other guy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Matt so, at arms so right now. It's like, come on. Dan. Just poking his eyes out and then going, "Oh no, it was my ears. Where's my eyes?" <laughs> so, so if it were a if it were a tie between two players, it would just be like who won between the the head to head, and because it was more than two. That the head-to-head is dropped out, and then it's just based on um, this this chess thing from the 1800s. <laughs> Not kidding. It's still used in chess today, from what I could tell. No, Wikipedia, it is. So. And, and, and derivatives yeah. are commonly used on lots of competitive yeah. and things so, that have this kind of layout. Yeah, and this this so this wasn't something that they just like picked up out of the blue and said, okay, well, if I think if three people are tied, we should do this thing here and we should just like make this up. It was something they obviously put thought into. And and I think to be on, completely honest, I thought it was fair. I, I get that like Orange being relegated sucks. Orange is super good. And that he got relegated because of, you know, the tiebreaker stuff. Yeah, that sucks too. But that's the process. And I, I go back to what we said earlier. What sucks about it is that, we're probably not going to see Orange and GM again. That's what sucks about it. Yeah, it's not that loss. he was relegated because of a tiebreaker system. It was. It sucks that the it's going to be. It's so limited in how you can get back into GM that even though a player as good as Orange is, is probably just not going to be able to get back in. That's what I think sucks the most. So, and on the other side, the benefit is. Going to tiebreakers because there is not a clear winner, uh, hopefully, generally, is indicative of pretty fierce competitions, some close games, uh, a generally not widespread field where, you know, there are only so many people that can win and somebody has to lose. And it's it's unfortunate, but there you have to find a way to put someone in that in that spot. So it hurts, but, you know. I think it's, you made I a great indicative of a, of a really good season. Yeah. And I think you made a great point. Like I think orange, I don't know how you guys feel, man. Orange is eminently likable. Like, uh, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love oh watching. Gosh, orange yes. I've, I've picked him for, um, for your he champion. Got me packs a, a couple times and yeah. you know, definitely a fan. But what it packs is Pavel got me, but you know, <laughs> probably just, not. Uh, like, what not a nice in... man, you know, and like, and, and, uh, and interesting and, and cool and smart and, uh, and articulate. And it's just like, dang it, that stinks. And I wonder if it would have been one of the kind of less popular competitors, if we would have seen such a big uproar about it. Well, um, I'm not you sure. know, and I don't know either, but I think at the end of the day, you know, people 
they wanted, you know, the tournaments to matter. They wanted, you know, this kind of league to matter. And I think at the end of the day, you have to say, yeah, this was successful. That's the whole point mm-hmm. of having relegation, right? Is there are stakes to this. I've really and enjoyed someone, And someone that you really like and someone you got to know over, like, during the last, like, you know, the two seasons or one season, whatever it might have been, you know, they're now out of out of the Grandmasters tournament or the league, right? And that stinks, and you were rooting for them. And now, you you know, what would be nice, to go back to a previous point, is if you could continue to follow them as they try to get back into Grandmasters. That's what's fun about relegation and promotion, is there is a way back in. Yeah. So, um... How realistic that, that pathway is. And additionally... You know, you look at whoever whoever happens to be on the bottom of the standings. Uh, you have to keep in mind that this is an elite class, and a poor performance on a series like this is not indicative of a poor player. It's indicative of an extremely strong, extremely intelligent field, and a little bit of RNG. Yeah. So and there's, like I, you know, yeah. I feel like we saw that with Pathra, right? Yeah, that's like, exactly what I was. She's a about. good player, like incredible player, a good player. You're an idiot. And she had a if poor has, run, and it, it's unfortunate, but. Well, is she at the level of some of the other players in Grandmasters? No. No, she isn't. And was it, like, kind of brave for her to kind of step into that ring and to compete against them? Yeah, it really was. Like, yeah. I, like my hat is off to her Would for, like, Would I want to play against it. her and, and get crushed no, yeah, repeatedly? No. no. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, like, I think it takes courage to go in there. And I think it takes courage to, like, put up with the garbage she put up with. Because oh. people were being straight, straight garbage to her, and to kind of yeah. do it all with a smile and as a, like just a professional, like I thought that was just incredible, and like my my hat is off because oh, agreed. I would and never that's a whole other conversation well. as well. Well, but, yeah, it, absolutely. It's actually something I had written down with the Zelay thing too. Actually, when it came up that I didn't say, but it really bothers me, which is like I, th- I think we all have to talk more often about how disgusting gamer culture is and can be and um it's talked about a lot but it it needs to be brought up all the time it's it's not normal for people who love uh, like a a thing to to be this awful to people involved in it like it, it's just oh absolutely we had a couple weeks ago a, a best good was that like hey apac put a female into their into their gm contention and yeah. the fact that that's news on its face is just sad. China, right? It was China. It was was it China? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it, it, it's but like never never mind representation, but like just what happens when there is representation is it's disgusting. Like it, like it it shouldn't happen. And um, it, it's it's amazing. Oh, it's just Twitch chat. Like when I hear that kind of stuff, and that, that's I thought about that a lot. Too, it's the same the people who talk. say it's just a basement when they have unfortunately adorned physical magic cards and i'm sure you've seen the kind of places that were like i wouldn't i wouldn't bring kids here i wouldn't bring my friends here i don't want to be seen with people here because of the the nature of this this inherently unfortunately toxic culture that is super pervasive and yeah i i absolutely agree it's not uh yeah so she was brave she stood up and 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 fought it straight on and 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 yeah I don't know. We need to talk much more about it, but um, yeah. And man, talk about like uh, her tweet the other day about leaving and 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 her mm-hmm. talking through uh, interviews and stuff. I mean, she handled the whole thing with so much class. It's cool. 
Oh yeah, so much more than I would have. I would have just shut down and been just, uh, yeah, super impressive. So cool. But yeah, moving on. So mm, this one's a real page turner. <laughs> so Laura's for nerds. We're a couple of well, we're three nerds, but the nerdiest of us all <laughs> is Lore Master Aegon. So we want to thank him for this week's breakdown. All right. So checking in this week with one of our new special guests, Sylvanas, the proverbial middle child, the younger sister of Illyria and older sister of Verissa Windrunner. I think that's right. It could be backwards. I yeah, well, they're I both right. cards. And I had no idea they were like related to Sylvanas. So, well, Illyria is a hero, not a card. Oh, my bad. <clears throat> Which one's Illyria? The hunter, uh, the paid hunter alt. One, oh. one of the one of the first three. Okay, uh, sure. So Sylvanas, uh, she died, died, quote-unquote, uh, defending her home, Kelthalos, from Prince Arthas, invading Scourge during the Second War. Arthas, at this point, a full servant of the Lich King, was fought <laughs> to a near standstill by Sylvanas <laughs> before ultimately slaying her. Uh, as a punishment for her impertinence, he <laughs> severed her soul from her body, turning her into a banshee. <laughs> as a punishment as, for her. As one does. <laughs> How dare you find um, me? <laughs> uh, so as, as, as Be Arthas... Cool, guys. I'm just going to take... Oh, I'm just going to kill all of your people and turn them into undead zombies. Why are you going to be a jerk about it? God. <laughs> as, as Arthas was ultimately weakened, Sylvanas freed herself from this control, coolly informing that she indeed... Has no time for games. <laughs> she bent the Dreadlord. That's the part of the story I know. Varimatharas. Ver- <laughs> Varimatharas? I don't know. Uh, who knows? Enough. To her will. Uh, and with his help, managed to recapture the ruins of Lordaeron for herself and ultimately her subjects, the Forsaken. The uh, half zombie lich things. Um, they like. They're but like, she remained like, uh, loyal to yeah. Kel'Thalas and the Blood Elves, offering them troops and supplies and military support since the Blood Elves joined the Horde ostensibly around the time of the Burning Crusade. Um, but her Horde relationship or her, her relationship with Horde leadership has always been kind of icy. Um, and dead, get it? <laughs> and often appears as little more than a marriage of convenience. However, uh, nearly overthrown by Grand Apothecary Putress uh, and his dreadlord <laughs> buddies during the Wrath of the Lich King, which came to a head at the battle for Angrathar at the Wrathgate, where Putress dropped a newly developed plague. Hey, I wonder if that's what the plague lords are t- on about. Uh, on the forces of the Horde oh, no. and the Alliance. I wouldn't know. They didn't give us any story. <laughs> <laughs> Leading to the death of thousands, including Alliance hero. Bolvar Four Dragon. No, who's been mentioned once ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's that's the cruddy card. Ultimately, right? like, two cruddy cards in your hand. The heels, the heels were defeated in the battle for the Undercity, and Sylvanas was restored to her throne. Restored what throne? Oh, um, to the Undercity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Putrus so, took over during the Cataclysm. She led a force. Uh, attempted to take Gilneas, which was the last human kingdom in the northern half of the eastern kingdom. So get out your yeah, maps duh. and do your duh. orienteering homework. From uh, In a critical battle, she fired a poisoned arrow at Gen Greymane, but killed his son Liam instead because she has no time for aim. <laughs> no, that's Prince Liam, I assume, right? Isn't that another card? Yes. 
Princelian. I don't know what the card is, but uh, right. make all your one drop spells legendaries. All your one drop oh, one drop legendary cards. cards. Yeah. yeah, is it all cards and not just spells? Okay. It's one uh, drops. The he, he's super cards. good. We know exactly what he does. And and <laughs> such <laughs> such precise blast points. No one has aim like so yeah. <laughs> She's like a stormtrooper. Yeah, <laughs> Soon thereafter, a recently resurrected Lord Godfrey successfully killed her again, or for the first time. But she was resurrected again. This is where it gets gray because death and and. Uh, Azeroth is like a really icky, uh, non-committal thing. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Much like in it's a game of cool. Hearthstone, where your <laughs> Sylvanas dies and you take the and opponent's take Sylvanas, and then they yes. play Azad, and their Sylvanas so, dies and takes your Sylvanas. So how would that work with Godfrey? Right. So if Godfrey kills Sylvanas, and then you take Godfrey, as long Godfrey- as Godfrey didn't kill your own thing too i guess I don't know. <laughs> we're making this sound so, way more complicated than anyway <laughs> anyway I know, resurrected not. yet again <laughs> resurrected by her valkyr servants convincing her that the valkyr represented the future of the forsaken she took no bat uh, no part in the battle for the firelands oh can you imagine i can you know why I, I can read it, so I, I, like, I'll try not to laugh before the joke is. No time for flames. She spent most of the next decade brooding, talking down to adventurers, being just kind of gnarly and crappy to people, really only showing up when, like, absolutely necessary. Gotta get out of bed today. Uh, interdimensional travel became a thing in a bigger element of canon, and her... Um, her like really dour persona would have fit right in in London, but no time for Thames. <laughs> oh my for reasons nobody understands or cares about, probably a dying a Vulcan spoke to Laloa and named her war chief moments before his death in Legion, and since then she's become the million dollar man Ted DiBiase level of heel. If you get that. It's a us. wrestling joke, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, but I they uh, performing gen- genocide at Teldrassil. Oh, that was a bad time to make a joke. Ugh. Destroying the Undercity, <laughs> making multiple assassination attempts against friends and foes. Friends? What kind of friends? <laughs> Including nearly executing Bla- Bane Bloodhoof. Blaine? Bane? Blaine. David Blaine, but Bloodhoof. It's a four or five. Uh, She concluded her epic heel turn by using a cheat code during the Mechagora against High Lord Saurfang to slay him and admitting to everyone she didn't really even care about the horde anymore and turned into a cloud of black smoke like the monster from Lost, apparently, and flying away because it doesn't make sense here either. That's (laughs) that's it, I guess. That's the end. That was so good. Just like Lost. So. Just the end. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Aegon. That was so good. No time for Thames. Wow. No time for Thames. That was the best one in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, I love that fuse thing. All right. So, time for the rope. This week, we are going to each name our. Favorite five cards coming back into standard and why they are our favorite five cards in 75 seconds or less. And because Enthralamund is our guest, he gets to start first. 
All right. So um, I misunderstood. I thought it was going to see what would see the most play. Um, so I wrote a list of either. what would see most play. Yeah, well, the other sure. one's more fun, but I didn't make that list, so too bad. Uh, so I started with, <laughs> of course, uh, <laughs> I started with uh, Astro. Reset his timer. Reset his timer. No, I can't. It's already All right. I started with Astral <laughs> Communion because, of course, no, I didn't. Uh, Call of the Wild. Call of the Wild <laughs> with uh, Zul'jin is going to be so good. Uh, Imp Gang Boss oh goes God, right into disgusting. Zoo. And it's just so good. And it's right there. Uh, Blood Hoof Brave for obvious reasons. Um, and then I was looking and I thought, like, Sylvanas, Thorasan. Then I thought, no, obviously Nazoth is, is going to be stupid, uh, especially with Cartoot Defender. And then the last one I put in was actually Kuhn. I actually think Kuhn in um, in uh, like uh, uh, Questrid without uh, uh, without Malagos uh, could be really good. Um, so that was my fifth one. Uh, but the uh, the two I'm excited about: Shaku, Flame Waker. That's what I can't wait for. Yeah, you're wrong. Flame Waker is awful, and you're awful. The problem is right now, I don't have the right cards to play Cyclone Mage. <laughs> so can I borrow your account, please? Yes, yes, you can. That, that's not against terms of service. Oh, shh. Yeah, don't worry, no one's listening. It's, it's called cool. deck sharing, guys. It's a whole thing. I'll just play Dan Gosh. over and over with the Flame Waker. <laughs> <laughs> It'll work. Trust me. Uh, you'll feel real good about yourself. <clears throat> All right, Maguchi, you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, go. All right, so the the super obvious ones are Ragnaros because Ragnaros. I mean, we got Jaina. We got you got two rags. There's got to be a way to put them both on board. Nizoth. Yes. Oh, good point. I'm going to play stupid Death Rattle Rogue. I don't care if it's good. Nizoth is like the the marquee card here. Uh, I have to agree, Flame Waker because Cyclone Mage, and it's going to be ridiculous and stupid. Um, I want to say renounce warlock because discount or yeah, uh, discounts are always good and it's too fun not to play something stupid, especially when you don't know your deck either. <laughs> um, renounce warlock is like the most evolve, fun deck. Evolve might actually be okay with like lackeys and overload tokens. There might be enough of a board to put. You right. know, it's not going to be a huge thing like the um, the old three two twos for seven mana. It's you know, it's not that good, but there is that omega guy. That you might be able to. Um, well, you always like uh, you have like the one man, the the one, one health, one attack guy, and then like you know. The You're wasting my turn for that. <laughs> Sorry. Concede. Concede. <laughs> Try to remember his line because the line always makes me fun. Make it makes me laugh. Oh, makes me fun. <laughs> float like a butterfly. Float like a butterfly. Oh, sting, sting like, a, like bee. a bee. Sting like a bee. Whenever oh. I just makes me, I giggle whenever I get the two. Sting like a bee. It just, I don't know. I don't even play that deck really, but it just makes me giggle. All right. Is that how you sleep at night? You don't play that. Day? <laughs> <laughs> With the shaman, the new quiet shaman. Yeah, I was just bugging you. Yeah. Um. So. My best slash most car- fun, most excited about cards. Start first one is Call of the Wild. I really liked Call of the Wild when it was at eight mana, and it was a total bummer when it became nine mana and just stopped being good. So the I I think with Zoljin, Call of the Wild could be super good again. 
I, I'd hopefully not too broken. Uh, it's just a fun card. I, I just really want that to be good again. I'm kind of excited. Shaku, because Shaku is just a solid card. Like, it's fun. It's going to be great in the Thief Rogue if Thief Rogue ever comes up again. I dusted my golden test, so I kind of don't want Thief Rogue to be good. Because I feel really bad about that. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Imp Gang Boss, for obvious reasons. Imp Gang, Gang Boss is just a good Such card. Such a good minion. Yeah, and Zoo's already kind of good. So I think you add Imp Gang Boss to that, just Zoo gets better. The Curator, because... You want to see Reno in a hot tub? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the Curator... Like, is, like, was an, keeping that always an underestimated card. Alive. Like, I think... That, yeah, the Curator's just underestimated all the time. I think it'll be good again, really? because it draws powerful cards. Yeah, and then Ragnaros, because Ragnaros. Curator draws Finley. <clears throat> draws Finley? What else does it draw right now? That you want to play? Uh, well, it uh, draws uh, whatever you want to draw, right? Like, <laughs> it draws whatever you want it to draw. doesn't matter what else. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, my summon Zephyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it does not draw elementals, unfortunately. No, but there's but already like... Sandbinder and Witchwood Piper to draw your Zephyrus. So we yeah. really don't so like, need another tutor for Zephyrus. Being <laughs> able to tutor out those kind of cards and have them be powerful cards like Finley, 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 or or other, like it's just it's just an and then it has taunt right, and that yeah. people kind of forget how important taunt was to a card like the curator. So you're able to kind of draw some important gas and also keep yourself alive on turn seven. Taunt, it's mm -hmm. a good card. Taunt is the ever underrated mechanic in Hearthstone. Taunt is cheat. Taunt is cheat. And it's never, it's never very good until it happens to you. And then you're like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> taunt is cheap. Yeah. I said cheap. I meant cheap. I'm sorry. It's been a long couple of days. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> Uh, give me a quest if you want to give us a quest you can tweet at the show at squelchcast or send an email to the dragon box at squelchcast at gmail.com this quest is from Bob just Bob on Twitter <laughs> uh, he wants us I assume a he to play a deck uh, play a deck with only minions of the same stat line so i.e. 8-8s or 3-4s or 1-1s or 2-2s two or whatever you know you get the idea when I right? read 8-8s I thought you were talking about like square you know like same power toughness but this is actually super interesting yeah, yeah right so like all 2-4s or all is this yeah. is this show <laughs> notes <fours>. Bob or <laughs> sorry 2-4s oh yeah do you know what? A, okay, so it, we have a holiday like May long weekend, and Canada is commonly referred to as May two four because it happens near the twenty fourth. You get a flat of beer. No, never mind. <laughs> beer? Never mind. A flat of beer. Oh. You call it a two four. Never mind. Twenty four beers. What? All right. Never mind. Oh, I I get it. Like a two by four, like a piece of wood. Like twenty four flat thing. Like twenty four, yeah, and also that and yeah. weird. Beers. You can just weird. call it a Stop. case of beer like a normal person. Yeah. <sighs> That's Man. Never mind. You call it a four by six. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're bringing math into it, and I know a lot of people get mad at that. So you're playing the Especially wrong Canadians. game if you're mad about math. All right. Maybe we should be taking out part of this. All right, let's get back to Bob's deck. <laughs> what a great idea. What a great idea. I love it. It really is. Yeah. Like, I'm. I'm uh, hmm. So I know standards. that, like, my Part of our rule of this is to always do it in standard, but I kind of feel like this might be one where we want to expand into wild just because of like the limited number of cards. How many but eight eights I, can you cram in one deck? And it was called Naga Giants and it got nerfed. 
That's too funny. So, I mean, Alan, actually, Naga, Wild Naga, Naga than doesn't I do, even fit so. in the deck with these rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited, and my first thought is like, okay, Zoo, and then I'm like, nah, that's a cop yeah. out. That's a cop out. What am I gonna do? I don't it know. Is? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look. I'm gonna I want to do something. You gotta play twenty one threes and a bunch of buffs. Twenty one threes. I'm just gonna go play spell. It's gonna be uh, the spell hunter, and just gonna be. Oh, you could do. I mean, you could just do one threes and just have acolyte and uh, and uh, what's her oh, name? Oh, that's actually cleric. not terrible. Um, um, you just win anyway. Acolyte cleric. Um, the are the oh one the one that, that gives you, you arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> probably some bad ones that we don't know what they're called. Are we, so are we thinking standard or wild? Standard. Okay, I'm gonna do standard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, standard. All right, well, all right. whatever. I'll try to do standard, and then I'll try and do wild, and I probably won't do it at all. <laughs> and then you'll just and play for all <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I managed to do the quest, but I, like, you know, I had to play, like, 15 hours of the brawl. <laughs> listen. Uh, <laughs> listening. No, no, to the shell. Oh. <laughs> what? I don't even know. No. All right. Screw you guys. <laughs> going home yeah all right so that's it for this week if you like what you're listening to like maybe you do i i hope you do uh tell a friend share the pod on a social or a disco or like discard or like put like a post-it note on a public bulletin board somewhere that's cool too Ooh, stickers yeah stickers create your own stickers of the show and then like you know send them to us and so we can be super impressed by them uh yeah, great thank you we appreciate those stickers you're gonna send us <laughs> If you love us like we love you, and you know we do, I hope you know we do, uh, give us that sweet, sweet five-star rating on iTunes and anywhere else you can. So a huge thank you to Enthralamon thank for you. showing up again on short notice. Thank and then you. also <laughs> And for putting together the art for this show. Yeah, you're welcome. And the future art that you're going to put together, what's it going to be? Sure, I oh, can't the, remember. It's the uh, Naga sandwich. Oh, yeah, and I gotta the, do something about the taste. And the, <laughs> and the the Naga whatever the Naga Corsair yeah. like mashup. Yeah. Maybe we'll <laughs> just maybe we'll just that. do Fred wearing a Naga Corsair and sandwich costume at the same time. I don't know. Nice, I like it. Uh, uh, you can uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Squelchcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DanoPlay. The O is a zero because I'm cool. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore Magooch. You could follow me at Enthralamon1 or my old Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't suggest it, seeing as I don't tweet. (laughs) You did a retweet this last week, didn't you? Ah, No, I commented on a couple things. I think mostly because you you commented and tagged me on things. But yeah, maybe Uh, I did. Did I retweet something? I don't know. I feel like you retweeted like the episode announcement and then also the uh little video snippet thing that i put together every week. nothing about how bad the canucks are this season <laughs> no are the canucks bad this season the who <laughs> never mind hockey team <laughs> no really uh you can email the dragon box at squelchcast at gmail.com uh, what, oh, you put that thing in. Yeah, you can give us a quest by uh, paying attention and sending us an email or tweeting <laughs> at the show. Unlike me. Uh, do you think you can do a better job of announcing Dano vs. Magooch? Probably, because we forgot to do it again this week. Um, but if you send it to us, we'll put it in the show. Promises. You can just scream into the mic and send it to us. You should do that anyway. It'll be fun. 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I'll listen to them all so that you, know, you won't put any of them through it. Cool. And thanks again, guys, for having me on. It's fun. No problem. Great. Thank you all very much. And remember, this is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember if I had it set up or not. <laughs> God, I even waited a second there. Oh. I was like... <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs>